The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. Jason Paul, Certified Financial Planner, one of the only independent commission free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out jasonqualcfp.com. That's J A S O N Q U A L L S C F P.com. If you want to jump in and be a part of the show, click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. Lots of good stuff on the way. A very, very packed show. We'll talk about Susie Orman. We'll talk about a very large financial advisor firm hit with a couple of lawsuits and also mr financial peace has had a lot of heat lately financialplanning.com hit him pretty hard last week uh, we won't speak of his name we'll just call him mr financial peace uh, dave ramsey fired firm fired employees over sex outside of marriage but only sometimes lawsuit Christian Money, this is from FinancialPlan.com. Christian Money Guru Dave Ramsey has a simple approach to saving and living that just got complicated. The company founded and ran by Ramsey, a household name, despite having no formal financial planning credentials. Did you pick that up? This is FinancialPlanning.com. The company founded and ran by Ramsey, a household name, despite having no formal financial planning credentials is being sued after firing nine employees for having se- Whoosh, i didn't know it was that many wow wow being sued after firing nine employees for having sex out of wedlock its response court documents show core values laid out in a corporate doctrine that mirrors ramsey's christian ethics do not allow premarital or extramarital sex sex excuse me Except lawyers for one fire employee assert that in court papers filed last month for some privileged individuals, the legal drama laid bare in a lawsuit filed last year against Ramsey's solutions by a former administrative assistant, assistant who alleges that she was fired because she became pregnant while unmarried. Brings to the fore the religious center of Ramsey's empire, which does business with an estimated 1,400 advisors. Some work at RIAs and broker-dealers like LPL, Raymond James, Edelman, and TD Ameritrade, according to their LinkedIn profiles. Ramsey's composite approach to investing in life puts a spin on the trend of holistic planning in which an advisor incorporates a client's personal values and their financial goals. His outsized fan base of millions of followers of his talk radio shows, best-selling books, YouTube shows, and seminars has made a the right picking for advisors seeking like-minded clients while his core constituency is a mass market consumers and those struggling with debt, particularly millennials, his ties to mainstream RIAs and other advisors gives him a broader reach. Let's talk about just that for a second. 
I'm not an avid listener anymore. I don't listen to any talk radio anymore. But it wasn't until the recent years that this gentleman only uh, touted, only, uh, not solicited, but only uh, advertised for and told you to go visit commission-based advisors, financial salespeople, advisors with huge conflicts of interest with you. It wasn't until the last few years he switched up his tune and got on a whole different uh, you know, recommendation network for financial advisors, and now some of them are fee-based and some of them are fee-only, I believe. And I think that was primarily because of the legal issues surrounding recommending advisors who work on commission. But this is not what this article is about. Again, this is financialplaying.com. Dave Ramsey claims 20 million listeners a week for his two radio shows, as well as 3 million YouTube subscribers, 6 million graduates of his Financial Peace University, and 19 national best-selling books. He loathes debt except for mortgages and frequently quotes proverbs from the Bible. Let's see here. Monthly fees for access to potential clients under Ramsey's Smart, Smart Investor Pro Marketing Service. Advisors pay a monthly fee to be paired with potential clients who visit Ramsey's website in search of financial advisors. These are the people who we trust to take care of you and your investor investments, he says, or the website says, rather. Many smart investor advisors tout their links to Ramsey's own, their own website. It's just a marketing ploy, right? He gathers a lot of followers, a lot of clicks through his website. And you know, if he's endorsing them, that's what the word I was looking for earlier. He endorses, he used to endorse financial sales hacks. And now it seems he's endorsing more uh, holistic planners. But don't quote me on that. Uh, but he has a lot of people who visit his website, a lot of people looking for referrals, and they think, well, since he said it's a good dude, let's go hire this guy. Not always the case. The company says more than 42,000 advisors, realtors, accountants, insurance salespeople pay for the smart investor affiliation, but won't disclose how many of those are financial advisors, edge investment solutions from Iowa that sells advisory services through uh, RIA Cambridge counts more than 1400 ramsey solutions also also known as lampo group is based in franklin tennessee doesn't reveal the size of its fees uh let's see one advisor in california says he pays almost 1400 dollars a month but that rates by geography i counted it up one time this was a conservative and this is not it's getting way off topic i don't know why they're getting on this now, it's, a, it's a marketing genius plan. It's a, it's, it is a genius marketing plan, rather. You get people to subscribe to pay you for their for their for your endorsement, and you charge them $500, $1,500, $2,000 a month, and you do that in every city across America. It's millions, people. It's millions. Nothing wrong with that. Let's see. Smart investor, da-da-da-da-da-da. Ramsey Solutions was sued last July by Caitlin O'Connor, an administrative assistant in a complaint filed in Tennessee District Court, O'Connor alleges that she was terminated in June of 2020 when the company told her she had violated its righteous living policy by becoming pregnant while unmarried. An amended complaint, let's see here, amended complaint in February 10th alleges violation of the Family and Medical Leave Act, Civil Rights Act, and Americans with Disabilities Act, as well as related Tennessee laws. O'Connor, who had worked for the company for four years, requested maternity leave 
and other paperwork on June 18th of 2020 from Human Resources when she was 12 weeks pregnant. The ADA uh, rules applied, she argues, in her suit because she was over the age of 35 and thus undergoing a geriatric pregnancy. I understand that being unmarried and expecting is frowned upon here, but the reality of the situation is this is what I'm walking through right now, she wrote. And what, were you, what would be the choice there? It doesn't sound like, and I don't know this chick. Nobody reading the article probably does either. I don't know if it was she was intended, intending to be pregnant out of wedlock. But what is she supposed to do? Terminate the pregnancy? Would that be a better solution for his company? Maybe. I guess he's saying, well, you got pregnant, you're fired. I don't really know his stance on the matter. Lawyers for the company argue in February 23rd, while that O'Connor was an employee at will, and while on probation against premarital sex are uncommon, they are not illegal. Let's see. Court papers show the company had fired another eight people, five men and three women since 2006 for getting or having or becoming pregnant uh, out of wedlock. Or I guess getting pregnant maybe while you're married. I'm not really sure which one. I heard a rumor the other day, and I wonder if it's going to tackle this. I'm trying to find it in the article. Yes, here it is. On March 10th, Chris Hogan, a radio and social media personality in his own right with a trademark uh, voice, surprised Ramsey followers by announcing, without giving reasons, on YouTube that he was leaving the company. Hogan's ex-wife detailed in an earlier blog post how the company had known since December of 18 that her husband had been cheating on her. Ramsey Solutions, uh, G-Guard, a lot of this in there, organized then the couple's marriage counselor, personal therapist, and a church elder report back to the company in real time on how reconciliation was proceeding. That explains, I wonder where that dude went. I wonder where the dude went. So he was the big time. He was like the, 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 the backup host for Ramsey. He stepped on his wife, apparently, and he decided to resign, whether it was forcefully or not. Is all this newsworthy? I was thinking about this on the right over here. Obviously, if the dude gets sued, if anyone gets sued that's a huge public figure, it's going to make some articles, right? And we're hearing more about it possibly because you know, we're so close to maybe home base. I don't know. But I'm thinking, you know, anytime you do something these days, this is the sad part about the environment we live in. Uh, you, you, make a, you have one misstep. It's all over social media. It's all over the newspapers. It's all over websites. Is this newsworthy? Well, I guess if you violated someone's civil liberties or civil rights or legal laws, possibly. Obviously, it's no shocker to anyone he would be frowning upon those who have affairs, even if it's his top-notch employees, or those who have premarital sex. You really can't stand behind those things. My big thing is, should this be getting as much press? I don't know, and I'm sitting here talking about it. But I feel like I would be leaving the listeners out of my opinion on the matter. And that's my opinion. I'm not quite sure this is newsworthy. But it's out there, so we're going to talk about it. So what really should have happened here if he, in other words, practiced what he preached? Obviously, the good book says we got to practice forgiveness. Forgiveness is more about us than it is for the other person. Obviously, you don't want a culture that is, uh, you know, everyone's getting knocked up all the time, for lack of a better term. You don't want to promote that, in other words. But if someone makes a mistake, shouldn't we try to be there for them and help them out if we're really living that mantra of a Christian life, that that is a core principle of our business model? And 
just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you intertwine that in all of the things you do as far as business decisions. Maybe you should. Maybe you shouldn't. That's a whole other topic and whole other show. But if you're going to make it so public of what your religious beliefs are, and then you basically, someone makes a mistake and you shun them, that says a lot about a person, in my view. That's my take on it. It may not be yours. Maybe he's getting a little bit too much flack. I'll let you be the decision maker on that. So he's gotten a lot of bad print. And in my just recollection of all of the news articles that's hit about his business and his personality over the last 10 years or so, this is the only one that's ever, ever gathered steam. And I feel like, not that this isn't important because it is, I feel like if financial planning articles would really tackle the heart of what the main issue is with someone who does this or has a business model like this, it would be this. You can't oversimplify financial planning, folks. Yes, you need to live on less than you make. Yes, you need to have a budget. Everyone should know that by now. You really should know that coming out of elementary school and coming out of high school, certainly and uh, there's no excuse for being a college graduate and not knowing how to create a budget or live on a budget. But everything is not about some mass marketing plan, about selling more books and more seminar tickets, more about pushing your agenda. That is the issue. I think a lot of high-level, very, very intelligent financial people who do the right thing for their clients so they take issue with is that this business model in no way, shape, or form as many of the masses that it does seems to serve, does it help the people that it claims to help? Because it's just too watered down. It is too rigid. It is too based on a hidden agenda of only hire our people because they pay us $13.99 a month because of our referral network. And we know all. And if you don't hire them, you're a bonehead. I think that's the issue is you got to be well-versed on the issues, taxes, estate planning, investments, and how it works in the real world. And I'll circle all the way back to the beginning of this article from Financial Planning Magazine, or .com rather, on uh, Mr. Financial Peace. He is a household name in the finance industry, having no formal financial planning credentials. That says it all. If he were giving medical advice, would you believe him? without any medical credentials? If he were giving legal advice, would you believe him? No. Why are you doing it with your finances? Why are you trusting him? Why are you trusting his advice there? Because it may not, or it may. I'll let you be the judge. It may not be in your best interest. So consider the freaking source, is the plainest way I can put it. Consider the source and in this case, the source, according to financialplanning.com, has no credentials. This is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm Jason Qualls, certified financial planner. One of the only financial talk radio shows going to tell you like it is, going to give it to you straight because there's no agenda, nothing to sell you, no financial product, no referral network I'm going to be paid by, no books to sell. That's all the other show. Back with you right after this. Did you know 
that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THNW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THNW CPAs at 848-1072. That's 848-1072 or online at THWCPA.com. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Brew, here's what you've been missing. There's the bionic rooster. (laughs) Waking you up with news, traffic, weather, and fun. (laughs) It was that chicken we talked about. Got its head cut off. So he's got got the brain the size of Brian. The Wake Up Brew with John, Brian, and Dalton. It's got a human's head. (laughs) It's got Brian's head. I think it'd be great. Weekday mornings from 6 until 7.50 here on News Radio WGNS. Get a second opinion. Get a second opinion. Get a second opinion. I'm Jason Qualls, commission-free, certified financial planner. I can't stress enough how important it is for you to get a second opinion on your investments in financial plan. Unfortunately, since most financial advisors care more about selling you financial products than providing objective advice, it can be hard for you to know who has your best interest in mind. Call me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner for a free no-obligation investment review at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. What, what makes my practice so unique? Again, JasonQualcFP.com. Questions, comments, disagreements. Click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. Up for another article about a guru. On to Susie Orman. Wealthmanagement.com, at least the author of this article, says that Susie Orman should know better. The well-known financial literacy guru's controversial comments at a re- recent virtual conference highlight how the majority the majority centric baby boomer mindset for financial planning no longer works we are not just living in a digital age we are being shaped by it since the advent of social media our ability to consume information has dramatically increased at a recent uh, NASPA virtual conference financial literacy expert what makes her a freaking expert again it's like the other dude we were just talking about what makes him an expert because he has a radio show and writes a book People buy it? That doesn't make him an expert at all. Think about this, people. Why are we so gullible? Someone writes a book. Oh, they must know everything. They have a radio show. They must know everything. It's not how it works. You have to be trained in something. Now, I think Susie used to be a CFP until she gave it up. And she gave it up for, I think, conflicts of interest reasons. But don't quote me on that. It's been a long time. I can't remember. But wealthmanagement.com is calling her a financial literacy expert. Uh, set off a Twitter firestorm from diverse NASP, P, NASPA members who attended her session. They responded with a public, or NASPA immediately responded with a public apology letter stating, we cannot discuss financial literacy without first acknowledging the inequitable and unjust systems that have prevented black, uh, Latin, Asian, trans, uh, homosexual, low income, and many other historically minor, minor, minoritized and marginalized communities from attaining education and generational wealth. What did she say? 
And whoever writes this article needs to be writing novels because, geez, a lot of words there. Specifically, Orman's offensive reference to the south side of Chicago and assumption that bootstrapping works unilaterally for minority populations completely missed the mark for her socially conscious, conscious, racially diverse attendees. This mishap is any lesson worth noting for wealth managers who seek to expand their client base to younger generations who demand evidence of diversity. So, did she just say something? Was it really off color? I don't think I'm gonna have to. I don't know. I wasn't there. I wasn't listening. I, I, I think she was just kind of giving some tough love. What it sounds like for me, uh, Susie Orman referenced her upbringing in the hood. Now, did she really grow up? In the hood? Okay, I can see how that would be offensive if she didn't really grow up in the hood. She she referenced her upbringing in the hood. I know many as a white woman, her ghetto narrative. Ran praying much differently from a black person's experience to insinuate that a path of financial freedom is walked primarily through grit and perseverance negates the fundamental work that our profession is built on so we're all, everybody's so sensitive right this chick is probably one of the most left-sided if you want to call her financial experts in the business it has a platform like a radio show tv show whatever she's got so I know this wasn't her intention. She was just trying to give it a little bit of tough love. So let's just take this a whole different level and get off the financial deal. I, I disagree with old Suze because I think Suze um, has said a lot of things that are it's misinformation. So I think she she tries to do emotionally charged and very tough and you know, get your butt up and do this and do it my way and. I just her advice is is iffy at best. You know, I think it used to be really good. Her, her tone just changed I don't know, about ten years ago, and she changed her model. I think she tried to do the marketing to the masses thing to make more money. In other words, switch to a hidden agenda, and it turned me off. But let's just take it to a different direction here. What has made everyone so freaking sensitive? they call it the cancel culture right someone says that something you disagree with or hurts your feelings then you want to get them just taken off there don't buy their books don't buy don't shop at their store don't listen to their show get them taken off don't want no movies whatever if you don't like it don't read it if you don't like it don't listen to it and you want to share your opinion on your own social media that is your right in my opinion but just because you don't agree or don't like it doesn't mean it doesn't need to be out there. Now, there's limits to it. But, man, when do we become such pansies as a culture? I said it. Just don't ever remember giving a crap that much. Okay, Joe Blow says something I don't like. I'm not listening to Joe anymore. I may tell my friend about it. I may tell my network about it. But I'm not going to shout from the rooftops to take his show or his, 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 his business out of commission. Sounds like that's what's happening here. But another guru. Folks, and no offense to Dr. Phil, but I'll say it like this is the best way I can put it. If you think Dr. Phil is helping people in the 30 minutes to an hour they're on his show, helping them with their, no, I know there's some assistance given there, but is he really able to dive into their deep mental and uh, issues and solve their problems in that short period of time no anyone in the mental health profession will tell you it takes weeks months years possibly so uh, not 
the show is not entertaining. I think it's a great show. I, there's some entertaining people on the show. But you cannot doctor feel your way to everything. You cannot financial peace your way to everything. Everything doesn't have to be watered down just so you understand it and digest it and you will buy it. That is marketing 101. She's no different. I'll say this is kind of a theme of the show, unanticipated theme. Consider the source. Consider someone's agenda. These people's agenda is marketing. The more they can get you to buy into their philosophy and buy into their products and their systems and their seminars and their books, they're going to do it. That's how they make money. It doesn't mean you have to buy into it. Be smarter than that. Don't be so freaking sensitive. Back after this. This is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm Jason Paul, Certified Financial Planner. See ya in just a bit. Buying a house is stressful, and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Okay, folks, I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. If you were my client or a loved one, I would never let you get your wills done online. This is truly a case of where you only get what you pay for, and those you leave behind will be the ones to pay the price. Go see estate planning attorney John Baker today by calling 896-5621 or go to bakercouncil.com. Again, that's 896-5621 or bakercouncil.com. Get the expert estate planning advice you need today. Listen up. When is the last time you talked with an independent, objective, certified financial planner? Do yourself a favor and get a second opinion on your investments and financial plan. Call me, Jason Qualls, the only certified financial planner today at 878-2134 or go to jasonquallscfp.com. Free financial advisors in Rutherford County. You don't have to work with financial salespeople, and that's precisely what most most financial talk shows are all about. A hidden agenda trying to get you to buy something. That's what most financial advisors are all about, trying to get you to buy something. And everyone says from time to time, or some people say, well, everyone's selling themselves. That's true. Selling your services is different than having a product that you make money off of. Advisors who work on commission, in my opinion, cannot and will not ever be able to serve your best interest. That's why you need to work with independent, fee-only certified financial planners. Advisors who only work with you that are only paid by you and have the top credential in the business of CFP. Jason Qualls, CFP.com for more. Uh, if you want to jump in, questions, comments, disagreements, click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. What's up next? Like Eddie Jones, not Edward. Who are 
who are Eddie, I guess Eddie Jones is a long dead, but Eddie Jones has a company. They have a lot of financial advisors that work for them. An ex-Edward Jones advisor alleges company trainers sexually harassed her. Another article coming your way about Eddie Jones. They're going to settle, a, I guess it was a discrimination lawsuit. So they've been in the press. Something that will never leave my mind, and I need to look this up because it's been a while since I looked. And it just, the industry's changed so much, I wonder if it's still true. You know, like I told you earlier, Mr. Financial Peace got away from endorsing financial sales hacks that worked on commission because it probably would have been liability to him eventually. So now he's promoting a network of advisors who uh, supposedly are more fee-based, even though fee-based is not fee-only. And no fee-only guy worth anything is probably going to be on that platform, in my, my view. But um, th- what sticks out of my mind about some of these big, well-known financial companies, the, the financial advisor firms, the household names, it is their kickbacks that are unknown, their, their conflicts of interest. There's one article that came out probably five, six, seven, eight years ago that disclosed that 30%, I believe was the number, of Edward Jones' net income came from mutual fund company kickbacks. Let's put that in just regular terms. Mutual fund companies were giving them so much money to sell their products at equal to 30% of their profit. <laughs> and you know <laughs> how they were able to do that, sell so many uh, uh, of one or two, three fund companies' mutual funds, is they told their advisors to go out and run and sell this and these companies that were paying Edward Jones, if they still are, are great fund companies. They're just not that. They're not that great. They're just not that great. Conflicts of interest in it, it's not as dark as some industries, but man, the financial advice industry is, is is it has a dark side. There's a lot of wolves in sheep's clothing. And that is just because incompetence is not what I'm talking about here. Some advisors are just incompetent. What I'm talking about is an advisor is setting out to sell you what pays them the most, whether it be some type of an annuity, some type of front-end load uh, mutual fund, or some other financial product that only they can offer because of the payout structure of who they work for, rather than telling the client there is a better option for you. That's the dark side of the business. And you would not believe how many advisors that are well-known across the country, well-known in this area, that in my view and a lot of other fee-only advisors' view, take advantage of their clients. It doesn't have to be you. It does not. Don't have to work with me. Be honored to have your business. That's not the purpose of this show at all. But if you want to make sure you're doing the very best for you, your investments, and your family, your family, your financial life, work with an advisor who's truly independent, truly fee only, only not based only, and has the certified financial planner designation. If you make sure your guy or girl has all of those things met, and just to be blunt here, your chance of getting screwed goes way down. Right, this is Financial Coaching Radio. Stick around. Back right after this.
A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right, over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tothero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. Would you trust your doctor or surgeon if they had never been to medical school? Of course not. So why trust your financial future to a financial advisor with little training or education? Anyone can call themselves a financial planner or a financial advisor, but a certified financial planner has been extensively trained. My name is Jason Qualls and I am one of just a few certified financial planners in this area. So ask your current advisor about their education and training. Then call me, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner at 878-2134 or go to jasonquallscfp.com. Welcome back to the show. I've been wanting to impact, unpack, sorry, unpack this for quite some time. We'll see if I can get to it in about a minute. False promise of U.S. historical returns. Relying only on historical U.S. returns creates an unrealistic picture. Excuse me, picture of retirement outcomes. Our analysis shows that U.S. data are an anomaly among the broader global universe, and that our low yield environment forebodes lower than average equity returns. I take that as if you're a diversified investor and you're just using the historical return of the S&P 500 to gauge your financial planning, your retirement planning assumptions, you're probably going to be wrong. You know, this goes back kind of in hindsight, you know, garbage in, garbage out, you know, consider the source. I'm all about being very conservative with retirement planning assumptions, because if I tell someone I believe you have enough money to be financially independent for the rest of your life, I want to believe in my heart of hearts that even in the worst case scenario, that it's true. And I'd rather under over promise and or uh, yeah, under promise and over deliver than the opposite. So be careful when you're making retirement planning solutions. Don't be afraid when your advisor is running a financial planning or retirement planning analysis to say, hey, what about this inflation number? What about this tax rate? What about this rate of return assumption? Because all those things are huge drivers of how the the analysis comes out. Good or bad in your favor or not in your favor all right this is financial coaching radio with you every monday through friday four o'clock right here on wgns with you online anytime at financialcoachingradio.com back at you next time same time same channel right here on wgns keep it locked in more local talk is on the way